Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Welcome back to the third hour of this Wednesday morning show and uh, thank you so much for all of your comments coming in to us. We appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, WhatsApp us 086-123-9595. That's the number to text as well. You can call 461995. You can tweet us at Limerick today. Do check out our social media as well um, right across uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter and live95.ie where you will find podcasts from Limerick Today and other shows, entertainment on the buzz and uh, lots of information on what's happening locally, not just connected to COVID-19, but obviously uh, COVID-19 is uh, something that is a big focus uh, right now. Um, And uh, Live95 is proud to support Limerick.ie's Shop Limerick campaign where you can buy a voucher for a local business, order in from your favourite local takeout or restaurant, or browse and buy from homegrown Limerick businesses. Uh, for more, see live95.ie. Uh, now, uh, we are getting a huge number of uh, texts and calls and uh, WhatsApp uh, messages um, right across uh, the morning and indeed on our Facebook page uh, about um, litter Uh, about rubbish, uh, it's illegal dumping and uh, the problems that have existed and we were asking people uh, what they've seen in their own area. Huge problem, says Helene, uh, um, and uh, she has uh, sent us a photo. These were dumped on our farm in Ballangarry a month ago, and uh, it's just mattresses. Um, have no idea how someone can think it's acceptable to pull up to a gate and just dump their rubbish, but they clearly do. Stanley says, total lack of respect, dog poo, you can hardly walk on some footpaths, face masks, disposable gloves, then briars and such cutting off narrow footpaths. Then there are overhead branches, impossible to get by. Scooters and bicycles, certain areas, you just have to cross the road to keep going. Very hard uh, for people uh, with uh, prams and buggies um, and for the elderly. Uh, Can the council do more is uh, the question Stanley is asking. Tomás says um, there wouldn't be if uh, we did things uh, like when we had the old corpo. I mean, I never hear kids uh, being threatened with clean Ireland. The corpo, they take your bins and keep the kids in line and bring it back says Tomas. Susan says definitely a problem. Uh, some people just have no respect whatsoever for the outdoor environment. They didn't care where they dropped their rubbish or the consequences that it might have. Teresa says uh, it's been this way for a while Joe. Um, Linda says living in a council estate rubbish and mattresses dumped over the wall to an abandoned house next door to me. Called the council and they gave me the third degree as to whether I had bins or not. Absolute joke and never bother with the ones who we know are doing this. Dermot says... You can, of course, make a complaint using uh, an app on Litter, for example, uh, Joe. Um, piece of advice there first. Thank you. Marion says, big time problem. Awful to walk beautiful country roads with fabulous views of the countryside and then see litter all along the sides of those uh, same roads. Maria says, a dare is destroyed by litter, Joe. Kids hanging around the village, dropping bottles and rubbish everywhere. It's an utter disgrace. Uh, Jesse says, I went to visit the graveyard in Dunnockmore on Sunday. There was a huge pile of 
dumped clothes and shoes in the parking spaces there. An utter disgrace. Mary says, I got lost in a suburb the other day and ended up going down a cul-de-sac. The place looked like a recycle bin had thrown up all over it. In my neighbourhood, the neighbours would have picked it up. Here it was just left lying all over while the neighbours stood and looked at it. Different mentality, I guess, uh, there. Um, Jared says, Upper Henry Street, Lower Circular Road, constantly bottles, cans, gloves, masks, dog fouling. Have seen a, a patrol uh, on this road a grand total of once. Uh, Dara says, Joe, it's an issue all over the country. For example, in Nace yesterday, bins overflowing and litter everywhere. Limerick for Change has been in touch with us on Live 95's Facebook page to say, yes, it's a massive issue. Lindsay says, absolutely disgusting. I cycle a lot of back roads and the rubbish dumped is just disgraceful. I could uh, tell when some of the fast food places were open as there were wrappers dumped. Uh, Kieran says, yes, always an issue out the country. Ashes, nappies, household waste, newspapers, horse dung, old mattresses. Rubbish from takeaways is also an issue uh, where people get uh, their drive through and eat it on the move. And by the time they're out the country, they're finished and they just chuck it straight out the window if they're that type. However, dumping is also an issue around the city uh, in some estates. Uh, I saw two bags of horse dung and soiled wood chip at the side of the road uh, going into the South Hill area over the last couple of days. Karen says, yes, it's uh, people don't know uh, what bins they should use to clean up after themselves and they should be fined. Uh, Catherine says, I went for a walk on Monday uh, out Plassey. The rubbish and empty beer cans were a disgrace. Garrod says there are some photos taken this morning on uh, the Canal Bank Walk, the Shannon Fields and at the Mill Road Recycling Bottle Bins. So in answer to your question, yes, 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 it is a huge issue. Stephen says, a massive issue. There are housing estates littered to high heaven and the byroads of the county are full of ditches that have been used by illegal dumpers. Caroline says extremely bad in the countryside area of Limerick at the moment. Mike says the lack of meaningful enforcement and sanction and name and shame and probably not enough enforcement officers all part of the problem and I could go on and on and on and on and on. We've had an absolutely massive response and it is clear that it's coming, uh, that response from all over the city and county and this is a very significant uh, problem indeed uh, from uh, what we are uh, hearing Um, and uh, we want to bring you uh, another uh, specific example uh, of it uh, now. Our own Sarah has been chatting to this listener about uh, an issue uh, between UL and Anacotti. Okay, so it's really in the past five days I cleared up, um, including today, we've cleared up about 12 full bin bags. Um, I suppose it's primarily drink cans, vodka bottles, Captain Morgan bottles, um, disposable barbecues, food, food packs, a few nappies and unsavoury things like that. Okay, and it's just within the past five days or so this hasn't been an issue before in the area? No, not to this degree. I suppose there's always been bits and pieces because the riverbank could be well used and if people picnic there, then you might find a few bits and pieces. But certainly in the last five days, it's been pretty explosive, yeah. Okay, and does anyone have any idea, you know, is there a certain group of people or is it kind of widespread? Does anyone have any idea as to who might be responsible for it? I'd say it's fairly widespread. You know, you've got a lot of people that, that have been going up onto the bank with picnics and um, families. And 
I suppose groups of lads meeting up because they can't get to Kilkee or La Hinch and there's no study to be doing and no school and you know they need to be going somewhere um, and it's great that they can go there and it's great that they can use the place and they can appreciate it but I just wish that if they whoever's leaving it there take it down have a picnic have a great time and just take it all home with you. Yeah like it's it's just common sense really like I always I'm always in in such despair like when I see this kind of um, behaviour going on because it's just common sense really isn't it? It is and you know what if you can walk to the riverbank carrying a barbecue and if you can walk down there carrying food and drink it's a lot lighter on the way back so just stick it in the backpack or stick it in the bag and take it away. Yeah exactly and do you think this is a direct um, direct link to COVID-19 and the ease of restrictions now at the minute? Do you think that's kind of the main cause of it? I'd say it's a direct link to the good weather more than anything else. I think the good weather always brings people out, and rightly so. Um, and I'm sure the releasing of some of the restrictions makes a difference because people do feel that they can at last get out and start to see their friends and meet up. But I'd say the good weather more than anything else um, would be my view on it anyway, yeah. And have have the local council been contacted? Has anyone been contacted about this? Or Yeah, no, I went onto Facebook and got onto the Anacotti Tidy Towns um, group and they were absolutely brilliant. So they, they sort of alongside me and another friend of mine, we organised getting all of the bags and all of the rubbish because the issue was getting the rubbish off the riverbank and up to a collectible point. So we bagged it all up and it's been organised to be collected on Tuesday by the council, but that was all through Anacotti Tidy Town. Okay, and I suppose then once that's done, I mean, hopefully it won't be a repeat again because I suppose then you have to look at, you know, this might be a long-term problem, but hopefully, you know, it it won't be. Yeah, look, there'll always be bits and pieces and I think a lot of the dog walkers, and there was another guy there this morning, he'd been out cycling and he'd actually come back from his home with a few bags and he was going down to do a clean-up in a different area. So I think there's always people that will clean up. Um, I, I think one of the other issues for me, which is something that we haven't touched on before, was the amount of rubbish that had been thrown into the river and you've got the swans out and the young swans and you've got the ducks and the ducklings out and they're all bobbing around in between the bottles and the cans and whatever, whatever other rubbish has been actually thrown into the river. And that's another issue for cleaning up. It's not just as easy as picking it up out of the hedges. Yeah, no, exactly. And how do you think people are getting on in Limerick with um, the ease of restrictions? Do you think people are abiding by the guidelines or how do you think we're getting on? I think I think people are doing really, really well. I must be honest with you. I think people have done very, very well. Um, I know it's been very hard for people, um, particularly probably I'd say the younger generation. It's been particularly hard for, you know, school's different, can't meet friends, whether they're very young children or whether they're the teenagers that were supposed to be doing a leaving cert. You know, they can't go to Kilkee, they can't go to La Hinch. And I think people have generally done incredibly well and you wouldn't blame them for wanting to get out. And again, that isn't the issue. But if you're going out, take it home. So Limerick today, a listener chatting to our own Sarah about the dog walk between UL and Anacotti, riddled with litter, bottles, cans, pizza boxes, everything in between on the popular walkway. And Councillor Sean Hartigan of Limerick City and County Council is on the line right now. Morning to you, Sean. Um, uh, it is clear from the reaction that we have been getting over a few weeks and certainly in the last 24 hours that this is a massive problem. It's a joke, really. But what can we do about it? 
It's an ongoing problem, George, something I'm dealing with every day. Um, I have to agree with your listener there. Um, it's a problem throughout the city and county, and I have to congratulate the volunteers that are constantly out picking up rubbish. Um, I saw them myself down by Sandy over the weekend. If I've no doubt that if the voluntary groups weren't out picking up litter, that we'd be knee-deep in our own rubbish. Um, I have to agree with Thomas, one of your texters there, he said, bring back the carpool. I think the council needs to take responsibility for waste collection. Um, I saw the dumping in Anacotti over the weekend. It's a problem right throughout the city and county. One of the big problems in Anacotti is takeaway packaging. Tidy towns groups are working hard to try and maintain their areas and they're constantly frustrated by littering and illegal dumping. Um, There is an element of personal responsibility there. People have to but, take, but an take element of personal responsibility, Sean. Sure, yeah, I mean, yeah. The bottom line is it's all ultimately about personal responsibility. If, all, if people it don't is, dump yeah, it, then it is, it's not it a is, question of having to pick it, it up. It's been going on for the last 50 years. I, I was writing, making posters and anti-litter posters in school myself when I was a child. We have to face up to the reality. It's not easy for people to get rid of rubbish. Some of them won't. Um, so basically we have to provide bins. I'm not excusing um, littering, but the council needs to face up to reality. And what do you mean and by provide bins? There isn't enough bins provided in our cities and in our towns and villages and in our recreation places. The council say they won't provide bins because people will use it for disposing of household rubbish. So they make the openings on the bins very small, which makes it difficult to put in the rubbish. So you often get rubbish piled up next to the bin. Um, if we're to tackle littering, we first need to make sure that everybody has a bin, that all businesses and all households have a bin. And a lot of people are, are avoiding having bin, bins at the moment. So that prevents the council from providing on-street bins and it causes a lot of illegal dumping as well. And could the council need to take back responsibility for administrating waste collection? And they need to collect the money off the people and contract out waste collection on an estate-by-estate basis. Um, it's actually very easy to collect money off people for waste disposal because every person in the country is either paying council rent or paying property tax. So the, the price of your bin needs to be taken out but of Sean, your council rent and your property tax. I, just, I, I really struggle with this because ultimately... If people, enough of all of us, behave responsibly, then the proposals that you're making there would be moot. But we've been trying to do it for oh, yeah, but generations. I mean, sure, that's like saying, you know, it's going no place. What does no. that mean, it's going no place? The reality is actually, and this is the real frustration for me, there had been progress made primarily through the amazing work of volunteers across Limerick City and County on a sustained basis over projects that we're involved with ourselves here at Live 95, like the Team Limerick Cleanup, like the Going for Gold, like the Tidy Towns. And those people have been restricted in recent times for being able to do that to the level they normally would, you remove the volunteers and the dumping increases and we've taken five steps back, it seems, over the last two months. Yeah, there's going to be people that are not going to pay for bins. We have to force everyone to pay for a bin. Then they'll ha- then they have a place to get rid of their rubbish. They won't go to the bother of driving out around country roads and opening doors and throwing bags out the door to their car. But you know something, um, I wonder if that were true. I, I actually wonder... With it, some it is people, true, Joe. It I is wonder because... with some people, Councillor Hartigan, if they would just 
continue to do it anyway? Is is there some deep-seated anti-social element involved here who believe that it is acceptable to dump stuff all over the shop? I believe that if people had their own bins, they wouldn't be doing illegal dumping. And I believe that if there was more bins provided in towns, villages, immediate areas, people would be more likely to put the rubbish in the bin. But doesn't the council uh, have a point at official level that by doing that, people are using it to dump domestic rubbish? And, you know... The question then is: they the, rest, the rest of us, are, the rest point. of us are paying for um, a yeah. rubbish collection, and you know, they have to be, so you have to force everybody to pay for rubbish collection. Everybody has to have a bin outside their door that they put their rubbish into. Then they won't go to the bother of illegal dumping. Then the council can provide more street bins because they won't be afraid that people will use them for disposing of domestic waste. The council is spending. It spent 4.1 million. I asked a question in the Metropolitan Meeting what the council spends um, on street cleaning, litter warden service, public awareness, promotion initiatives, anti-dumping initiatives. It was 4.1 million in 2008. Is eight, they spent, in the recent budget, they committed to spending 8.4 million on landfill operations and aftercare, recovery and recycling facilities operations, provision of waste collection services, litter management, street cleaning, waste regulations, monitoring and enforcement, and waste management planning. A lot of these costs are due to the failure of households and businesses to arrange for proper disposal of waste. Um, the council has handed over what was a highly profitable waste collection service to private businesses. And um, in 2017, one of the county's largest privately owned waste management business recorded pre-tax profits of 18.4 million. So, so Sean, you you are you are saying that you what you're what you're saying is that it is simply the privatisation of the bin service that has created this problem. I mean, you said yourself it goes back 50 years. Littering has went back 50 years. It, before the privatisation of bin services, it wasn't as big a problem. When people had their own bin for the corporation outside the door, they put their rubbish in their bin. The council needs to take back administrative control of waste collection. It will solve an awful lot of the problems. And as far as I, I've been dealing with this, for years, before I was in the council, I worked for green schools. Um, I worked with schools on littering, litter campaigns and anti-litter initiatives. I've come to the conclusion, Joe, that this is the only solution um, and that the council will actually save money if they administer waste collection. If they collect the money and tell the bin companies, tender out, have a tendering process for different areas and tell the bin companies where to go, um, not so, alone. So, when you say, well, I mean, are you saying you'd still have some private involvement? Oh, have the private involvement. Only have the council administer it. Have the council collect the money and have them tender out waste collection in different areas. And what would it be the big enough. advantage of that from your perspective? Well, the big advantage is, number one, everybody has a bin. Right? The, the other advantage is instead of having four, five and six trucks driving down a road every week, collect bins from different companies, you have one company going around to each estate collecting the rubbish. Yes. And for, so, and for, and for you, th that centralisation would make a difference? Joe, I think it would make a huge difference. I think it would solve our dumping problems. I, de I, I have to say, I, I, I just, my instinct is I have doubts about that. 
I have I have doubts I have doubts about it. I mean, d- does that mean then that all the education programs that we're doing, as you mentioned, in schools, does that mean that the volunteering effort that's gone on, that all of those things, Look, none of that, none of that would be needed it, by this one change? It seems unlikely to me, Councillor Sean Artigan. I, I think I think it would make a significant a significant difference. Um, How significant? I think massive. I think massive it would be difference. massive. Yes, a massive difference. Yes. If you had a bin outside your door, you had to have a bin outside your door. You're not going to put a plastic bag in the back of your car and drive out to rural Limerick or Tipperary and open your door and throw it out. You're not going to go to the bother. You'd put it in the bin. Yeah. Okay, actually, we've got um, a call and a WhatsApp message uh, from Labour Councillor Connor Sheehan, who's been listening to this discussion. Uh, morning to you, Connor. Good morning, Joe. So what do you make morning, of what Councillor Sean Hartigan has had to say? Well, look, I I really agree with Sean when he says that people, you know, should be forced to actually have a bin because that's one of the biggest issues that we have, that a lot of people can't account for who their bin provider is and that they end up actually dumping their rubbish um, where where, where they shouldn't be. And that's actually why when when we as councillors get onto the council and we look for bins in public areas, so if we look for a bin in a housing estate, and say we get the bin in the housing estate, the bin ends up being taken away again because the bin is actually filled with people's domestic rubbish or they leave bags beside the bin. Um, I know, for example, the bin that's at the top of the park canal by the lock gate is constantly, um, there's constantly household rubbish being, being left beside it. And if you actually look at the rubbish, like it's very obvious that the rubbish comes from households who don't actually have a refuse Provider. But Connor, in your WhatsApp message, you say you can't blame the council for everything. I don't think you can blame the council for everything. No, I, and I don't think I don't think it is all the council's fault. And I think there's an element there that people need to take personal responsibility for their rubbish. They need to be able to to show who their bin provider is, and if they can't prove who their bin provider is, then. You know, I, I agree with Sean when he says that everybody needs to be forced to have a bin. Be, be, because, I mean, I know... For, but for but do example, you agree with his solution that, you know, it, it should be in public hands and then the budget distributed to, to private bin providers? Well, what I would what I would personally ag- agree with, and apparently you can't do this because of EU competition law, um, I'm, I'm not sure about the, the, the ins and outs of it, but my own solution would be that bin providers would tender for a specific area because you have a situation now whereby bin providers are literally chasing e- each other up and down ha- housing estates. Not everybody then has a bin, which means the cost for those of us who have bins is actually higher. Um, interestingly, I think you sent us the photo, uh, Councillor Sheehan, of the Park Road Bottle Bank yesterday. Did you take that yourself? I did, I did. Absolutely I, disgusting is what you say, and I can it, see there's a lot of rubbish uh, at the bottom of the bins. Yeah, and there's there's loads of rubbish there, Joe, and most of that rubbish actually, can't you can't recycle it um, in the bottle bank. It's mainly like cardboard boxes, it's mainly plastic um, surrounding drink bottles. I know that there's, there was a similar situation. We we have an ongoing situation with the Mill Road Bottle Bank, whereby the Bottle Bank is frequently left like that um, after a long weekend, you know. And it's absolutely disgusting. And people also should be aware that, like, if you leave stuff on the ground beside the Bottle Bank, you are technically actually dumping. 
And if there and if the council go back and look at the CCTV on that bottle bank, then you could be hauled up. Yeah, um, I have to say, gentlemen, I, 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 I just find this whole thing deeply frustrating. It just really feels as though we, you know, were making progress, and it's just gone into sharp reverse. And the sort of calls and texts and Facebook messages that we've been getting here at Live ninety five and on the Limit Today show are just awful stuff. And it sounds like, from certainly what Councillor Sean Hartigan is saying, that education doesn't have an impact even among young people. That the volunteering is not the answer. Oh, volunteer, if I can come in there, the volunteering has made our city a lot cleaner. The tidy towns groups do an absolutely fantastic job. They could be doing other things. They, do they, like, do they need? They shouldn't be wasting their time going out picking up rubbish. The rubbish shouldn't be there for them to pick up. The rubbish should go straight into a bin, and that would allow tidy towns groups to work on other initiatives work on biodiversity and issues, planting trees, maintaining flower beds. You see, I think it's, I think unfortunately among some people, it is a deep-seated mentality. I think there are, honestly, I genuinely believe there are some people and you could give them the largest, most pristine bin in the entire world planted directly in front of their front door and they would still throw the rubbish everywhere else. I agree with you 100%. There's a small minority out there. Who How small is the throw- minority? How small? I, it's it's single figures. It's it's one or two percent of people. One or two percent of people. Yeah, most most people so, will. So do the, the, right so the thing. dumping that and, we've been seeing and, around Limerick City yeah. and County over the last number of weeks is is the responsibility of one or two percent of people. There's one or two percent of people that if they don't have an alternative, no, no matter what alternative is provided to them, they will throw it on the ground. Most people, if there's a bin nearby, they'll put it in a bin. And even that one or two percent who throw it on the ground, if I'm walking behind them and I. If I have a bin to put it into, I will pick it up. And there's a lot of people like me who will pick up rubbish if they can find a way to dispose of it fairly quickly. Um, like the tidy towns groups have to go to extremes to get rid of their rubbish. Like if they phone the count, they, they don't have a bin to put it into. They have to leave bags on the side of the road. They have to make arrangements with the council to have the rubbish collected. Often the bags on the side of the road are burst open again. So... We have to provide bins in towns and villages. We have to force people to have household bins. That will solve an awful lot of the problem. Right. I hope you're right. If the Greens are in government, will you be in government, by the way, Sean? And if you are, are you going to put the boot in on this sort of stuff? Oh, you could be. I'm hoping that we will be in government, Joe, because I don't think there's any place else for us to be now. I think we're, we're needed in government. And definitely, if we do get in, I will be putting the boot in and this sort of stuff, yes. Right. And Councillor Conor Sheehan of the Labour Party, would be happy enough to see the Greens, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael in government together? Well, look, Joe, at this stage, I'd be happy to see a government. I mean, it's been more than 100 days since, since the general election. Like, I mean, I think, I think we need a government because, I mean, I mean, for example... The doll actually can't function legislatively after the middle after the middle of June because the Taoiseach hasn't appointed his nominees to the Shannon. So look, there's all sorts of stuff that need to be. Well, done. I don't think so he can. No, in fairness, now, the current Taoiseach can't do it because uh, of his current position. Isn't that right? No, he can't. Un- un- unless he makes some sort of an ad hoc um, deal with the other parties, or unless Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, and the Greens come together to form a government. Right. And yeah, what, what, sure. are the, what are the chances of that? Because I don't know. There's a lot of toon and fro going on here now, and a lot of people, you know. I mean, can the Greens, for example, Sean, will it, will it get past your membership? Sixty-six percent have to approve it. 
I, I would hope so, George. I would hope so, because as far as I can see, the only alternative is the government which be the Paul Finnegill and the Greens or another election. And who wants another election? And when will there be another election? I mean, you can't possibly have it until, I suppose, we're in phase five of well, reopening. It, that brings us to September. There you are. Yeah. And does, does anybody want another election? I certainly don't want, want, want one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the length of time we've just spent out at the count. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I can live without one as well, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> All right. OK, uh, Councillor Sean Hartigan of the Greens, thank you very much. And Councillor Connor Sheehan of uh, Labour, thank you to keep your comments coming in. Mind you, we've had a huge volume of responses on uh, the rubbish issue. Call Limerick today now on 461995.